But I learned so much in those two weeks of just getting to know him. And then on the flip side, musically, I played flute at his church and everything. And he's all about the black history, the the music, the you know, and everything that comes with that. So he would be the one that stood out for me in that area. Just to brought he brought more of the African American arts to my attention. And wow. today he's still a teacher. So wow, that's what's up because the, these people they left a mark. And I know Miss Dunson has since uh, she's passed away. Uh, but we don't realize not only the people who have left a mark on our lives that the world will never know, that mm -hmm. hopefully we can live our lives in a way that we fulfill our ancestors' dreams. Right. And right now, that we're living in a way that we're paving the way for those who are coming. And that's why, I mean, Black history is of is utmost importance. It's American history. It is world history. So BWP listeners from all over the world, it is all of our history. It's not just black history. It is world history. It just has to be black people to do it. And we do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, but all that to say is black history is so important. But your black present is creating history for those to come. So what do y'all, how do you form your life that what you're doing presently is creating history for your children and your children's children and, and people? Dina, Javon, somebody. Welcome to Black Women's World Podcast, the BWWP, where we get VIP access into the lives of Black women, or as we like to call us here, our sister nistas. We get to hear from some of our favorite sister nistas as they share their worlds with us and create connections, exchange realities, ideas, and baby, we get to recognize and celebrate how powerful we really are. Our sisterhood here is real, filled with peace, wisdom, hope, love, light, and laughter. <laughs> you know, the kind you can feel, the kind of encouragement that confirms we can do anything because we have, and the kind of inspiration that proves we can be even greater. This is our world, where if you ain't a black woman, you may want to be one, <laughs> or definitely get to know one. It's a black woman's world, and we welcome our sister Nista lovers too. Welcome to our queendom. I'm your self-discovery companion, your professional peacemaker, and I'm your host, Tracy Mack. Come on in and relax and sit with me for just a little while. Peace. And you know what? I know that even with February being, I mean, it's my birthday month, of course, but it's also Black History Month. And uh, everybody says it's the shortest month of the year. You know, we should be celebrating being Black and our all of our historical content 365 days a year, 24-7. And I agree. And so when I think about Black history, I always thinking about being, I'm always thinking about being Black right now. You know what I'm saying? And and I know that we make history every day, but what, what do y'all say? Because I didn't get a whole lot of Black history input in my life. We didn't get it in school. And with my upbringing, my dad was all about church and Jesus. Hmm. And so it, it wasn't a whole lot. I didn't learn what I what I do know about Black history didn't begin until I went to college at an HBCU, Winston State University. What was y'all's experience like with Black history? You know, when I was growing up, my mom, she was really good about um, providing us uh, books on Black history, making sure she was in charge of the 
Christian education. So we always had black history programs, um, but anything that she, any exposure that she could give us regarding um, our experience as a people, um, she definitely did that. So um, mine was kind of quite the opposite as far as um, my upbringing and my awareness of um, being black here in America. What, what about you, Javon? Um, well, mine was pretty much like Tracy's, but just a little bit of twist to it, you know. Um, we learned about Jesus. We didn't really, my parents weren't the ones to just go in on black facts, you know, like a lot of people are more so today. But in school, we did learn basic black history. We had reports and projects to do on black history, but it wasn't uh, imperative for us to know in our household. Actually, you know, I was thinking about the whole Jesus thing the good times episode with black Jesus was <laughs> black history <laughs> where they hung that picture of what they call BJ on the wall. It, it, it was Ed Wino. <laughs> Correct. Nick, Nick Correct. So, <laughs> but other than that, you know, we did not have specific times of the year. February was just like March and April and May, but it was certain things that were brought out with us, like what not to do as being black you know, but mm. not really focusing on, but you know what? I have an uncle on my dad's side. His name is Lloyd. Um, he would, uh, Christmas and uh, birthdays and things like that, he would give us black gifts, you know, things that had to do with a black person making a piece of art or, or, or um, ceramic something. Everything he gives is black, you know, at least what he gave to us. Mm -hmm. So he did do some of the things that we're not really traditional within other homes in, in our community. But like I said, for us, it was just, you know, just like another month, another, you know, another day. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, by the time this show airs, we will be out of February. So I hope that the recognition of Black history is still recognized and that we make it part of our everyday lives. And the reason why I say that is because, and, and I said a minute ago, we make history every day. So when we, and, and sometimes I think the reason why Black history wasn't as prominent in my life, uh, not only because of the church, but because of access to information. I mean, we had a world book encyclopedia, the volume, you know, <laughs> and I think the last one I recall my parents purchasing from the encyclopedia man was the year 1978. And I, because we, we couldn't watch a lot of TV, so I used yeah. to read the encyclopedia. And I taught myself sign language, at least the alphabet, that I still know to this day from reading the encyclopedia, but I didn't see much Black representation in the encyclopedia. So a lot of times we will fault people for not knowing their Black history, but it depends on the era that you came up in and the information you had access to, you know, that uh, determines it. And that's probably why I'm such a proponent of making sure that as a Black woman, I am living my life in a way beyond business and beyond brand that my posterity that comes behind me has a great historical reference. You know what I'm saying? Well, what what yeah. y'all say? Am I thinking too much I, about it? No, I, I, I totally agree. When we say representation matters, it matters. I remember when I was in um, junior high school, I had a, a Black guidance counselor at East Cary um, junior high, and she sent information home about um, this program called Upward Bound from Shaw University. And I will credit Ms. Reynolds, Linda Reynolds, to this very day into putting me on that particular path um, simply because 
if it had not been for my exposure, she exposing me to those types of programs on a historically black um, college and university in Shaw University um, for all those number of years, um, I would not, I mean, I wouldn't have met like some of the most influential people that I know. Um, it was at Shaw University that I found out that black people actually went to boarding school, not in books, but in real life. Like, yes, yes. Yeah, boarding school in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, black people go to boarding schools. Oh yeah. My dad owns a construction company. I had no idea that those types of things were in our community until I was exposed to other mm -hmm. people all in those environments. And once your mind expands, it's like a balloon. It'll never go back to being the same thing. So I will always credit Linda Reynolds. So if Linda Reynolds, which is Mrs. Reynolds, if you are listening, thank you so very much uh, for sending that information home with me so that I could give to my parents um, because it really changed my life. That was like a yes. really pivotal Pivotal, I can't even say the word, but y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> How about that? A turning point in my young little adolescent life um, that I didn't even know was going to, you know, to that seed was going to blossom and grow into um, being what it is today. But it is really all about what and who uh, we are exposed to. Mm -hmm. Yes, that, that's so right, Dina. And, you know, when you said the name of the woman you remember, I mean, we name dropping, you know, it's nothing for us to be able to be aware of W.E.B. Du Bois or Harriet Tubman or Fannie Lou Hamer. But we had we have a lot of un, unsung people who affected our lives. And those people did, too, because they paved the way for us to be able to do what we're doing right now. But those people who were never mentioned. I did an episode uh, with my parents called Pastors and Parents of People, too. And my dad talked about the people who groomed his life in ministry. And when you mentioned um, the person who changed your life, I thought about walking on one Selma State campus, taking a voice class, even though it wasn't my major, it was an elective. And there was a lady named Miss Dunstan, who was the, the uh, you know, you have a gospel choir on campus that was kind of illegal. And then you have the university choir <laughs> that uh, sings a different style of music. But she was the voice teacher. And one thing she, she said to me, and I put it in my first book, The Book of Purpose of the New Testament, she said, when you come to college, baby, you do not have to try to be a college student or a college freshman. For the mere fact that you are here, whoever you are, you define what it means to be a college student. Because I didn't have a clue. I'm a first generation from my parents. I have aunts and uncles who went to college, but my parents didn't have their degree. So I'm first generation. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't even have their backing to go to college. I had to emancipate myself. So she was the first person who spoke to me because the only, uh, uh, when Javon talked about Ned DeWino being Black Jesus, my only vision for Black life in college was to show a different world. Mm -hmm. So when I was trying to be, I didn't know which character. Was I going to be Lena? Was I going to be Freddie? Was I going to be Kim? Was I going to be, I knew I'm going to be Whitley, but you know what I'm saying? I didn't know who to be. So when she gave me that freedom to whoever you are, 
be that. And that is what a college student is at Winston-Salem State. Uh -huh. Javon, you got a name dropper from, from your yeah, black history? The same thing. I'm like, you know, we consider, I'm from Portsmouth, Virginia, so we consider our high school as the one of the first historically black colleges, <laughs> you know, <laughs> high school, you know, we had uh, sororities and fraternities, you know, in high school, we had, it was just predominantly black. We did have other uh, races of people, but you know, we were predominantly black. So we did have teachers that could talk about certain things that other schools weren't necessarily talking about. And one person that stood out for me was what, uh, who was Dr. Joseph Knight. He's a musician, but he was also a history teacher, a government teacher in um, Norcom. But he makes sure, even to this day, he makes sure that we knew black history. I wasn't even in his, in his class, but maybe two weeks and I was transferred to a different class. But I learned so much in those two weeks of just getting to know him. And then on the flip side, musically, I played flute in his church and everything. And he's all about the black history, the, the music, the, you know, and everything that comes with that. So he would be the one that stood out for me in that area, just to brought, he brought more of the African-American arts to my attention. And wow. today he's still a teacher. So. Wow. That's what's up because the, these people, they left a mark. And I know Miss Dunson has since, uh, she's passed away. Uh, but we don't realize not only the people who have left a mark on our lives that the world will never know, mm -hmm. that hopefully we can live our lives in a way that we fulfill our ancestors' dreams. That's and right. right now, that we're living in a way that we're paving the way for those who are coming. And that's why, I mean, Black history is of is utmost important. It's American history. It is world history. Stay tuned for more of the BWWP. Quality styles and innovative designs. Creative T-shirts and imaging is a family-run local small business here in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. They can help you create apparel for your organization from design to print product. Creative T-shirts and imaging can help you with screen printing, custom shirts, embroidered shirts, logos on pens, Designed for print or digital format, banners, stickers, and more. If you have a design or a concept you would love to see on apparel or promotional item, please let us help you realize your vision. Creative T-Shirts and Imaging is license compliant and a black-owned business. Contact us today at www.creativeteasraleigh.com. Have you ever heard someone say, been there, done that, and got the t-shirt. Well, when you do, that usually means they have gone through some things and having the t-shirt is part of the evidence to prove it. So when it comes to being a sister Nista, you already know that you've been there, you've done that. Now, I want to make sure you get your very own limited edition Sister Nista t-shirt. It's available at our BWWP online boutique at blackwomensworld.com. Because being a sister is a noun, an adjective, and a verb. And I'm sure you see yourself right now as you have been listening to me describe what being a sister is and just what you've heard so far. You may even see your mama, your grandmama, your auntie, your cousin, and hopefully several of your girlfriends. So feel free to get them one too, or at least tell them about it. So you've been there, you've done that. And you might as well wear the Sister Nista t-shirt and be proud to be the Sister Nista you are. Remember, this is a limited edition, so order yours while they last and wear it like only you can. Plus, it's for us and it's by us. 
To order yours today, go to the BWWP online boutique at blackwomensworld.com. Have you ever set out to do something new and you weren't quite sure where to start or you didn't know if you had the right tools to get started and to do it right? Or when it comes to podcasting, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Because if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast if you want to, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Tell them Tracy Mack sent you. Peace. You're listening to Black Women's World Podcast. Let's continue the conversation. So BWWP listeners from all over the world, it is all of our history. It's not just Black history. It is world history. It just has to be Black people to do it. And we do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but all that to say is Black history is so important. But your Black present is creating history for those to come. So what do y'all, how do you form your life that what you're doing presently is creating history for your children and your children's children and, and people. Dana, Javon, somebody. Hmm. Um, I say with me, you know, my son told me the other day, he said, Mom, I'm so proud of you. You go hard, you know, and, and, and to be 20 years old and say, Mom, you go hard, you know. He was, I'm really proud of you and the moves that you make, and you're not afraid to do whatever's on your mind. So for me to answer that question, honestly, I would say to make history in my book and to continue is just going with your heart, going with your gut, that thing that nobody thinks is possible, that thing that, you know, it may not just be career-wise, it may be in helping somebody else, but doing that thing, no matter what it takes, no matter how hard it seems, you know, is making history because nobody's done it, obviously, you know, because it wouldn't need to be done, you know, or nobody, no one has done it the way you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that's making history and changing mm-hmm. that pattern of what uh, I say is some people say, oh, black folks don't do stuff like that. Well, this mm-hmm. black folk will do something like that, you know, mm-hmm. so changing mm-hmm. that mindset and making sure that you just do it how you're instructed to do, whether it be a spiritual, you know, intervention or whatever it might be. You do it how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, that's making yeah. history. Yeah, and Javon, how you making history? I, well, first off, I must say that Javon is being very, very modest about her and her making history because um, she's doing things on such a large scale. I know she probably does not want to, you know, reveal those things right now, but Javon, you are a history maker. You are walking, living history at this very time. So I'm so excited um, for you just for what I know. Um, For me, it was just really important to, um, because I know my parents sacrificed so much um, that we could have whatever it is that we um, needed. And most of the things that we wanted, it was just very important for me to, um, to, 
make their efforts not go in vain. So, you know, when I became the first one to graduate from college uh, with a four-year degree in my family, that was um, not to make history, but it was to make sure that I may have been the first, but definitely not the only one. Um, and because of that, that is the norm and no longer the, the wow factor. That's just something that you do. So I'm really, really um, proud of that and I'm just ex really happy to have had that opportunity um, to to be the first, but definitely not the last, um, because when yeah. all that people only need to see one person, which is why it was so imperative that I go and be very focused and do what I was supposed to do on campus, because I knew that if I didn't do it right, that it was going to mess up for everybody else that came behind me. So that was important. Um, the things that um, we do today, um, like for instance, I, I, and I know that you guys can really relate to this. My, my um, children have never seen me work for anyone. They have only known their mom to be at home and to be present and to be working in, in that way. So that um, is only because I had seen that from an, another Black woman. You know, I had, I didn't know that black women lived like that until I met one who actually did. And she says that you have to really decide what it is that you want out of the life that you want to live and go out and create it in such a manner and, um, and be very intentional about it. Do I have everything? Oh, no. I, I almost said the word. Oh, no. <laughs> I felt it. I felt it in your shana. I, I didn't know if you was going to let it come out or not. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you that um, I am almost afraid to say very happy. Um, almost afraid to say it because I know that there are not a lot of people. Um, there, there are some who are not, and I'm a, not going to say that there are not a lot of people because the people in my circle live a life of happiness because happiness is a choice. Yeah. Um, have we been through struggle? Are we going through struggle? Yes. I just shared all of those things prior to getting on the podcast uh, with you ladies. Um, yes. But that doesn't mean that, I mean, I guess there's a difference between happiness and joy. And when you live in joy, really, nobody really can take that from you, no matter what it is that you're going through. Um, do I have issue? Lots and lots of issue. Um, but I will tell you the life um, that I live is pretty much the one that I planned. Yes, yes. Yeah. I planned it because somebody told me I could. So now let me give you permission mm -hmm. that you can too. And I don't care the age um, because it was later in life. My my mom went to college. She was 42 years old, went, to, went back to Shaw University where she sent me to Upward Bound to get her degree. And wow. when I tell you I was the first to graduate, but that woman got more degrees than any of her children and wow. any of her siblings. Wow. Um, so wow. this is, the, it is not anything about age. I'm working with a client right now who is buying her first home at the age of 70. Wow. So that's not inspiring. I mean, so 
I mean, mean, to have the mindset and the will to still want to be a become a homeowner for the first time at the first time. I mean, I I I I have had a coaching client uh, who became a coach in her seventies. I'm thinking, well, most people, and she had retired from from uh, corporate, but she just had this desire and became a coach. So it's life after a certain age. So even though you can look at your life now and realize that what you're doing now, you're black right now woman right now, uh, if you're not Black right now, whoever you are, wherever you are from in the world, right now, the life you live now is making history. I'm going to say this from a professional standpoint. A lot of people out here are buying brands. We all like labels of different types and, uh, you know, different um, price ranges. A lot of people create their brands with their companies and their logos and things. We're wearing, wearing Sister Nista brand right now. You can get the t-shirt, shameless plug. <laughs> but if you don't know your personal brand, what is your life legacy? What legacy are you leaving? Uh-huh. And that happens right now. It doesn't happen on camera. It happens when you're by yourself. It happens when you're doing things nobody notices. But this is how you appreciate your ancestors. Biblically, that's that cloud of witnesses, those people that have gone before you, that are cheering you on. This is how you honor them right now. And then how you create and pave the way, as Dina said, have exposure. You're exposing your children. You should leave uh, your children in a way that they don't have to do some of the things you did. I know everybody's parents talk about, you know, back when I was a child, I walked in five feet of snow, 10 miles to school. And every time they tell the story, the snow gets higher and the miles get higher. Right, right. But I, I appreciate, Dina, when you just said that I'm happy. I have joy. Um, I don't have a problem with putting my child at a better place. Yeah, you got to teach that work ethic, but it don't have to start from where you started from. And I know people raise their children different, but if your children have to go through everything you've gone through, what's your reason for being there? I mean, that's just my own opinion. You know, Javon, what you say? I see you smiling. (laughs) I'm I'm listening to you and I'm agreeing with you. You know, Um, I was thinking about how I decided to uh, raise my children. Dina was saying that how her children don't know anything but one thing. Well, I'm a business owner, but I made sure every single day I'm off at three o'clock. You know, no one can ever, well, I can't say no one, but um, in the earlier years, no one had even an appointment. So it was certain things I wanted to make sure I was able to sit down at the table with my kids and have dinner every single night, whether we cooked or whether we ate out, you know, um, certain things I just had to have. And I wanted to change because growing up, those were things that I missed out on, you know, Mm -hmm. but I knew of it because of, you know, my my family previously, my mom got sick when I was seven. So that structure kind of dwindled, but I wanted that so bad. I'm like, that's going to roll over into my children. So they don't know mom not being home when they get home from school. They don't know dinner not being prepared. They don't know um, uh, dinner without a vegetable, (laughs) you know? Right, right. And you have to, you have to know your why, because I hope nobody takes our conversation when Dina said her children only know her working for herself and same thing for Javon. Well, my daughter knows different. She knows me working for the government as a civil service employee. She knows me working for the state. She knows me working for the county. She knows me working in corporate. She knows all that. And now she knows me as an entrepreneur. So she's had all those experiences when she had to go to daycare, those things. Mm -hmm. So for no, in no way, shape or form, whatever your job status is or whatever wherever you are in life you could be retired don't let, let anybody throw a guilt trip on you because the oh, thing yeah. of it is you don't have to be the president or you don't have to be an entrepreneur entrepreneur tracy matt but you can behave presidential 
and behave entrepreneurial in everything you do. So right. yes, somebody is going to work for somebody else. So stop get, feeling the guilt trip. People sing the song, everybody got to have their own business. No. That's not going to happen. But because we need everybody to work together. So, mm -hmm. but when it comes to your Black history, know you're Black right now so you can be a positive reference for you when your children or your, your natural people or your people you're connected to can look back and make you a historical figure that they can reach right. back and pull from. So in closing, ladies, anything else, please say something about being Black right now. <laughs> Go ahead, Dana. All right. Well, you know what? In all instances, even in this um, reckoning that we as a country um, had ex has experienced within the last um, year, I am really glad to see that the things that we knew about us um, already that other people are learning about and that they are interested in and um it is not new to us that we are significant and that we are loved, we are cherished, and that we are somebody. Um, but it is really good that some others are uh, recognizing that at this time. So walk in it proudly. Um, we are Sistanistas, and it is everything right about us. So yes. I appreciate it. Yes. Right. I agree totally. You know, it's a lot that the media shows about us, that's really, really bad. But it's so much good that's not shown. So because we are discussing the topic of being black, you know, we just gonna keep promoting the good. We're gonna keep mm -hmm. promoting um, the positive aspects of being black right now. Mm -hmm. That's right. Thank you so much, ladies and sister nistas and sister nista lovers who are looking and listening, listen. Whether it be Black history, Black her story, Black present, or Black future, you don't have to try to be Black just because you are, like Miss Dunson told me, just because you are, enjoy being Black right now. Mm -hmm. Much love and peace. You've been listening to Black Women's World Podcast, the BWWP. Brought to you in part by Tracy Mack Solutions for Life Institute Coaching and Training Services. No doubt you have enjoyed being in our world, and it doesn't have to stop here. Head on over to blackwomensworld.com. This is my personal invitation to you to stay connected with me on social media and more. I'd love to see you there, and I'm so grateful you came to be with me here. Invite someone else to join you in our queendom next time so they can feel the vibe of our tribe of Sister Nistas and Sister Nista lovers too. Remember to be kind, be authentic, be generous, be excellent, be grateful, and while you're at it, go ahead and be extraordinary because that's just what Sister Nistas do on purpose through mission with passion and compassion. It's a black woman's world, baby, and you, my Sister Nista, are proof. I'm your self-discovery companion, your professional peacemaker, and your host, Tracy Mack. Wherever you are in the world, May you love and be loved by somebody. Peace.